Hello and welcome to Euphoria, a podcast where we look back on the great, glam and garish of Eurovision past. My name's Isabel Chilman and as ever I'm joined by the man single-handedly flying the flag for Eurovision in the US of A. It's Roland Bodnum. Hi everyone. Hi Isabel. How Hi, you doing mate? Hi, I'm good thanks love. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been it's, it's been, been a while. An My extra fault. week, isn't it? Well, you've been jet setting across the United States of America, haven't you? No, and we were mm. um, behind the scenes. Spoiler for listeners: we were going to record an episode whilst we were on a um, much closer time difference but i forgot to pack my microphone <laughs> so sorry guys we missed a week but that's fine we're back it we're back accidents yeah, happen back. you know yeah um, have you got some booze with you mate uh well so we're doing this again behind the <laughs> scenes we are slightly earlier than normal um i don't know why i suggested this time and i was going Is to go to 9 a.m it's no because we're on a four hour time oh, difference because okay, for some that's reason 10 that's we, fine yeah yeah, so I was going to go to the local liquor store, um, but they, I, it's Sunday, it's, it's you know, God's Day and all that, um, so I don't think they're open. So uh, instead, I did get myself a lovely uh, cup of iced Americano. So can you hear that little... <laughs> That's my iced Americano. So that's yeah, my contribution. It's still something. It's caffeine. It's now you've illicit. said liquor. I really want a Bloody Mary, but I don't have the ingredients. <laughs> Just mash up a tomato and then put vodka on it and then drink it. Oh, do you Isn't think that would work? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> um, I do, Look. however, have a bottle of Norello Marcolesi. Um, it's a Sicilian rosé. Wow, good for you, mate. Oh, oh, I just pulled the cork out by accident. Oh, I was talking over it. I'm so sorry. I no, I didn't do it. I did it. It was like an accidental. Oh, bo- oh dear. But have a listen oh, well. to this. Yeah, glug away. Ooh. Ooh, nice. Oh, oh it smells fruity. Ooh. Mm. Cheers, mate. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Mm. Mm. Cheers, love. Should we do some? Eurovision news. There's loads of news. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to do it all. Listen to so, another podcast if you want yeah, news. There's loads all, of <laughs> All of the Eurovision songs have now been released, which is very exciting because we have, if you've listened to all of them, that means you've heard the winner of Eurovision 2019. Oh my goodness, <gasps> I never even yeah. thought about it that way. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's been released already. We just don't know which one it is. Have you listened uh, to all of them? I have listened to the vast majority. Some oh, yeah. of them still haven't been released on Spotify. I um, haven't. And I've only listened uh, to a few. I need to catch up. <laughs> well, that's okay. We've not got our song review episode for another month at least. So oh, great. I won't listen um, to them for another three yeah, and a half weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will say, updating on my last uh, very early and slightly premature uh, announcement of my favourite, that song is now maybe fifth or sixth in my list of favourites. Okay. The Lake Malawi Friend of a Friend. Still a little bop. Uh, yeah. Listening to the lyrics slightly less okay than i 
was Is adamantly it, the saying Czech, the Czech Republic have a problem with making slightly creepy songs yeah. about women yeah um, uh, but it was funny did that hit, someone tweeted um, us oh, I can't remember off the top of my head who it was now it was Lynn Lynn yeah that's Lynn. it Lynn tweeted saying that that's the reason why Roland likes it so much is because yeah. he could have quite easily have written that as one of his songs <laughs> and she's hey, great you could have yeah, made that yeah what can I say I like, aspir- I like being aspirational and I like having <laughs> achievable goals and so liking that is probably that reason but I, I agree with Lynn there, which means that all the times I've said before, I have said this previously, that your songs, there are legitimately songs of yours that could be in Eurovision. Yeah. And that, I think that is the case. There are legitimately, it, may, I would say maybe out of all the songs you've done, mm, six. Yeah. That, not saying would win. No. But would 100% get through, get through to Eurovision, get through yeah. your national selection. Yeah. And most likely get through the semifinals. Wow, mate, that's such a... That's so exciting You've to hear. You've got mad skills. If we're considering these as the demos and then we just need to attach like a fabulous singer Yeah, which to is them. what we've said. It wouldn't yeah. be you going to Eurovision. <laughs> well, I'd go as... You'd pro- go we as both the songwriter. Go as, we'd both go as songwriters, yeah. We'd both uh, <laughs> go as songwriters because I contribute so much. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, well, we sh- we got to move on, haven't we? Because yes, we've mate. got plenty to be doing here. Um, we got some any other business, haven't we? Any other business? Yes, we have loads of emails. Thank you so Aww. much to everyone who gets in touch with us yeah. on Twitter and via email. Um, yeah. Absolute mega babes. We've got loads, so I'm going to absolutely slam through them. Yes. Okay, so we're starting with an email from, I believe, a first-time emailer, um, Josh. Uh, Josh says, happy birthday, Roland, and greetings to you both from Austin, Texas. Hey, I ooh, cool. love Austin. Yeah, it's what a cool place. What a cool place. I went there, what, two years ago? Yeah. Uh, for a few days during a cold snap, um, oh, which okay. wasn't the most fun. <laughs> but Austin is full of the nicest, sweetest angels you've yeah. ever met. I had so much fun. Went to a comedy night, went to some drag. Oh, my God. It, I, oh, I'm desperate so to go good. back when it's actually hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've um, got some cool listeners, haven't we? Oh, so many cool listeners. Actually, Josh, I'm, next time I come to Austin, please take me out. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Josh says I'm a big fan of Eurovision and throw a Eurovision party every year to my confused Texan friends who have <laughs> never heard of it good for you Josh yes um, he says glad to hear the podcast is back this year I've been taking y'all's advice so wow, cool so Texan y'all y'all's <laughs> advice and listening to the regional finals of different countries and that yeah. is indeed where the weirdest stuff is yeah, yes. I'm super bummed that this batshit entry for Ukraine's finals did didn't make it in this year oh. um so josh has sent us a link which i have um i've put i've started at a certain time roland so i'm gonna send yeah. this to you um don't click on it yet okay i won't so uh, have you listened to this ukrainian song roland not not this one no right this is top-notch insanity <laughs> okay um, excellent thank you so much for sending this josh and uh, this had completely slipped past me yeah uh, so we're gonna have a little listen to um he- the song hate by self-described social rave band. I think Ooh. it's pronounced Seisho. T-S-E-S-H-O in, in English. Um, Seisho. Yeah. Uh, so for those of you who haven't seen the performance, Google it now and you can watch along. Um, <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you can't Google it right now, um, I'll just let you know that the beginning of this song um, is sung by a creepy puppet. Okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's have go. a little watch. Cinema. D, Daddy, E, Europe, 
Oh my god! Right, right. You know what? That that just reminds me of like going to some off off uh, West End or off off Broadway arts performance mm. piece where they just <laughs> yell yeah. things for an hour and make yeah. you feel bad about getting coffees and stuff. Yeah. Weirdly, <laughs> the main thing I took from that when I first watched it was they miss out the letter G. <laughs> maybe they don't have G. Maybe In they Ukrainian. I mean A B C D E F G H. Yeah, they, you're right to get to H. They go A F A B C D E F hate. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth hanging around don't for know G. How to when spell, mate. I think that's why they didn't get it through. Don't know the alphabet. Yeah, technically not correct. I mean, well, we didn't say it in the news, but no one in UK Ukraine have got through because of the whole bloody uh they've basically shot themselves in the foot, haven't they? Oh yeah. They they said that no one who's been in Russia or performing in Russia currently can can play and and now that no one wants to perform. So they, maybe they should have gone back to these guys. <laughs> done oh hate god, I hope this god that is it's very weird that is exactly why we love the, the that's exactly finals, why we love though, them, the yes. national finals because that creepy <laughs> puppet at the start Ooh. good heavens hey apple <laughs> i had a night terror two nights ago and i genuinely oh, think it's because i watched that <laughs> Re- genuinely did um so wow. josh also says in his email ps hemispheres which was roland's song from last week's yeah. episode um gets dues points from me <gasps> assuming it's a female singer yes we had this discussion yes which we i think is now agree. wide consensus i've had this from two other people that i've had this discussion <laughs> with as well who listen to the podcast we've all agreed female singer that would absolutely yeah. smash it at eurovision yeah dang mm. all right well that's going mm. in the list of of uh, of my highlights then yeah great um okay <laughs> next up we have another newbie emailer wow. david who says isabel and roland i've been putting off starting to listen to euphoria for a little while why uh, why why would you put it off why david <laughs> what are you on about how odd why would you do that why would you do that <laughs> but with a 12-hour middle seat flight from mexico city ah. red eye ahead of me ooh, grim perfect time for i 12 thought hours i'd give it a go I woke up my two neighbours repeatedly with snorts of laughter. Great! That's exactly Great. what we want to achieve here. Yeah, like, as I said before, what was <laughs> when we had the previous email, my aim with this is to make um, yeah. school children... Um, wet themselves? Wet themselves with excitement. Yeah. And um, f- neighbours you don't know on In, planes, long, very yeah. long planes and uncomfortable plane rides get really pissed off yeah i want Pissing to anger off with strangers and yeah. make children wet themselves <laughs> all coming from a positive place though so oh, you know. such positivity and love <laughs> yeah that's very good aspiration uh, david says the show seems to share my passion for what i feel makes eurovision great the stories behind the contest yeah we don't do news we do stories no we're terrible at news we don't we do don't do this regularly enough to get the news right no worked that one out quite early on yeah um i look forward to the many episodes ahead on episode five right now and the inevitable story of the saga slash struggle of valentina manetta oh god (laughs) which david (laughs) you will be very excited about because valentina does get discussed in great detail yeah 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 yeah, i think quite a few times actually and i think this the word (laughs) saga the word saga is very much appropriate for that whole thing 
Blessing. Uh, it says, keep up the great work, David. Thanks, Thanks David. David. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's babe. always lovely to hear new listeners. Um, our next email does not come from a new one. But from ah. a dear old friend of ours, Roland. Who do you think it is? Um, from, I from think... your side of the world? Ooh, close by. Mm. Well, there's only one person who I know is pretty close by. Is it... Chance from Brooklyn. It is Chance from Brooklyn. Yeah. Hey, Chance. Um, Chance says, uh, babies, I have forgotten Uh. to write and welcome you back twice now. And I'm full of deep shame. Oh, no shame here. No No shame. shame. I'm so thrilled that you have returned to my ears. I look forward to this (laughs) season of stories and songs. Roland, Festival Fun Fun is still a nightmare. Don't listen to Isabel. <laughs> I think it has Come potential on. at least. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's unforgettable. Yeah, it invokes a reaction and that's what we want here. Precisely, that's all we're doing. like we're the Daily Mail. <laughs> um, anyway, welcome back. You have been deeply missed by all of us. Roland, you have an open invitation to the viewing party I host at a Ooh. gay bar in the West Village. You too, Isabel, if you happen to be in the colonies. Wow. Chance from Brooklyn. Wow, thanks, Chance. I am actually going to be hosting my own because of the terrible shame on me not being uh, watching Eurovision live last year. Are you making all Caroline's mates watch it with you this year? I am making all of my girlfriend's (laughs) mates and a couple of colleagues from work come to my apartment Mm. and watch the four-hour... Uh, long Eurovision show. Amazing. Most of them probably not knowing what's going on. But I sent out the invite yesterday. It's officially happening. Uh, and so I'm very excited. Thank you for the invite, Chance. But uh, I will be doing my part in spreading oh, the Eurovision love you, in America. Good so, yes, you. thank you for the invite, though, Chance. Lovely to hear from you. <laughs> um, okay, another email. Final one for now. Hi, Isabel and Roland. Zach from Chicago here again. Hey, Zach. <laughs> and then he puts in brackets, sorry, North America, capital. We've done a lot of North America, haven't we? Free from North We're America. We're slaying it over there. We're doing better than Robbie Williams ever did, Breaking America. <laughs> we'll continue to do so. Yeah, keep spreading the podcast, North Americans. Make us yeah, rich. Yeah, do it. Uh, <laughs> or just make happens? us make any money from this. Yeah, any whatsoever. Uh, would be good. Just wanted to make sure you were both aware that podcast favourite Daz Sampson valiantly attempted uh. to return to the Eurovision <laughs> stage again this year, flying the red, green and red and white checkered flag for yeah. Belarus. Yes. Sadly, not even the Belarusian broadcaster could find a use for the world's most notorious singer-songwriter turned oh. football manager. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I, I did indeed know Daz had attempted to come back, but yeah. I hadn't actually watched the performance until oh. a few days ago. Oh yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> it's quite something, isn't it? Oh wow. Should we have a little have a little watch, Roland? Thank you, man. It's a hashtag KB Instagram. Now you're live and you're always trending. Baby, do your thing. We'll be never ending. Strike out when you're sexy, but we can left, right, left, right, left, right, strike. Like a player on a pitch, I'm a sexy bitch. I like to strut myself for you. I give you more slut drop the floor and there ain't nothing you can do. This crazy bitch, she ain't no witch. Don't need no fancy suit. Cause sexy ass is fat side. Fat in my kinky boots. Kinky boots, yo, 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 yo. I like you when I wear my kinky boots. Boots, kinky boots. <laughs> Somehow, so this is um, if you don't know, that was that was Daz Sampson and Nona, yes. Nona, uh, yep. with Kinky Boots. Yes. Um, somehow Nona is worse than Daz. 
It, yeah, it's really. Uh, I I haven't actually seen that live performance. I saw oh. the music video that they released when it came out. Oh, I just, haven't seen the music video which yet. Is, which is amazing because it's basically her in front of a green screen, and then they've just taken all of the footage from Daz's previous Eurovision performance and cut it to make it look like he's rapping that on what? the music video. No. Yeah, I'm pretty, and, and like obviously illegally, they haven't got permission to use the footage. But oh my uh, god, yeah, it's quite it's quite something. But that okay. was their live performance, which uh, oh, oh, was, yeah. and it is incredible. If you watch it to the end, um, they finish, and you can hear in the background maybe two or three people applauding. <laughs> just like a just smattering silence. of applause. Just wow. silence. I'm kind of obsessed what? with it though. I'm watching it on a on a daily basis at the moment. What country w- was that trying to get in? Belarus. Belarus. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh well they didn't they didn't sadly. But it's good to see Daz back behind the microphone, isn't it? Lovely to see him back. <laughs> Obviously, if you're a new listener, we yeah. do we do rip on Daz quite a bit, but it's all in love and jest. All in love and jest. Eurovision wouldn't be the same without people like Daz. You need him. And he's a big Eurovision fan, isn't he? He loves it. You need him. Okay, right, that's all the emails for now. Thank you so much, everyone that has got in touch. Um, If you would like to send us an email, you can contact us at euphoriapodcast at gmail.com or... Or you can tweet us at at euphoriacast. Or Um, at Isabel Chilman or at Roland Bodnam. Yeah, absolutely. And we do love getting a little personal tweet as well. Um, Isabel, before we move on to the story, which I'm very excited about Mm -hmm. um, sitting back, relaxing and listening to, we do have a bit of um, podcast news, don't we? Something happened to us in the last two weeks that got us very excited. And if you follow us on Twitter... Oh my God, I forgot. Yeah, you absolutely (laughs) would have noticed because we made sure that everyone anywhere knew this. But something very exciting popped into my email address from a... Um, a iTunes chart analytics company, I suppose, that gave us the announcement that Euphoria podcast had broken into the top 100 iTunes comedy podcast chart in Iceland. Yes, Iceland. We, yes, Iceland. We peaked at number 64 in the Iceland comedy podcast charts hell yeah we did they didn't email us when we were 64 they did email us when we were 86 <laughs> which is the number we've now decided is, is the official line to go with yes we absolutely were at one point the 86th most popular comedy podcast in iceland yeah this deserves some sort of fanfare music behind it if you'd have, if you'd have told me when we started this podcast that we'd be 86th most popular comedy podcast in Iceland, I don't think I'd have believed you. <laughs> it's a big day for us all, Roland. We're all I'm still very, very happy. Very excited. It's very gone right excited. on my CV, right on my resume. Uh, <laughs> that's one of my key selling oh, yeah, points it's all like, it's, all, it's on my Twitter bio now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But thank you, Iceland. So, you know, basically this comes down to obviously listeners and downloads, but a big, big, big part of this is... Um, rating and reviewing yes. and subscribing on iTunes. Um, and so we will, like, using this, as you know, we're terrible at marketing and terrible at doing all this stuff, but we're going to try and do a big push for all, because we've got such a global audience. We're from mm-hmm. all over the world. Wherever you're from, get yourself onto a computer, go to iTunes or on your phone, 
Give us a five-star rating, obviously, and just write a little something in to say, like two sentences to say how much you like the podcast, and then get a couple of your mates to do it. Get them to listen first, obviously, but then they (laughs) get them to give us a little review, a little rating, and that really does us a lot of favours, mainly just because we can put it on our Twitter bio. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But it does mean also that people, if they are searching for comedy podcasts, if they're searching for music podcasts, if they're searching for Eurovision specifically, uh, it means that it's more likely that we will appear in their search, we'll appear higher yep. up in their search, which means that we will find a wider group of listeners. It is yep. a huge, huge benefit to us. You know, we, as we, <laughs> well, as I say regularly, we do not make any money out of this. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, Absolutely it not. is in fact a loss to us yeah. to continue doing the podcast, <laughs> but we do it because we love it. Yeah. Um, so it's just it it does it does obviously benefit us it makes us feel a lot better is knowing that yeah. our, um we're not just talking into thin air and also <laughs> you know yeah absolutely and you know what it might if we are and also regular- the main aim is to get to eurovision one day yeah so you're and gonna we're help not gonna us do that. get to yeah. eurovision and have yeah. accredited press passes yes, with the world's got- most popular eurovision podcast that would be yeah. incredible imagine if we can interview Yonola. that's not just oh for my us God. we're not interviewing him for us we're interviewing him for you you yeah. all around the world okay <laughs> imagine imagine that you hearing Yon Ola's voice excited. saying uh, out loud right hi Chance from Brooklyn hi Lynn oh, hi yeah. Zach like we'll get him to say names <laughs> we will we'll, get him to do the names. people who email us the most and give us the best reviews yeah. this is bribery we will get Yon Ola yeah. to say your name when we inevitably meet him so you know if you want it to be more content more insight more yon ola then uh <laughs> get those get those reviews coming in yes, all right please. i think we've we've set, hammered that message out okay now. Good. yeah we've really really we, pushed it too ooh, far now. long in long intro today but we had so many emails real we, we long it's all right long. my story itself is punchy 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 nice. punchy it's great fun. i love a punchy story so we're going to start off with a bit of music roland Oh, lovely. That's a nice way. Uh, just press play and have a lovely little introduction to this week's story. Fiumi di parole sono tutte uguali, ma qualcuna di loro delle piccole ali e con loro chissà magari voleremo. Perché Sanremo e Sanremo. No. What was that Isabel? Perché a Sanremo Sanremo. Um in the aftermath of World War II, one of the proposals to revitalize the Italian economy and the reputation of San Remo oh. was to create an annual music festival to be held oh. in the city. It was named the Festival della Canzone Italiana di San Remo, or, as English speakers will know it, the San Remo Music Festival. Yay! Are we learning about San Remo today? We are, mate. And that music oh. that we kicked off with was the theme tune from the 1996 edition of the contest. It was very 90s, wasn't it? They had a bit of hippity <laughs> hop in there, a little bit of some like chanting, tribal chanting. It was all very. I love it. Perché a San Remo, Zaremo? Great fun. Love a bit of Italian <laughs> 90s rap. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Peak of hip hop. <laughs> um, so, the first edition of the show was held at the San Remo Casino in 1951. 20 wow. songs took part in the competition, performed by three artists only Nila Pizza, Duo Fasano, and Achille Tolliani. I love here. You see, the main one of the reasons why you chose this, I'm sure, is so that Showing you can really put your Italian out there. I love it. It's great. <laughs> I've not heard my you do this before. 
my boyfriend's in the same room and I just looked at him and he is highly unimpressed. <laughs> hey, Isabel, it sounds Danny, great to me. you can go me. sit in the kitchen if you're going to judge. <laughs> you can go away. It's, sounds great to me, Nightmare, Isabel. Isn't he? Jesus. I've got Patsy on one side, him on the then, other. Judgy, it's a judgy very Danny stressful podcast situation. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can imagine. Right. Starting from the third edition of the festival, held in 1953, each mm. song was performed by two different artists with different orchestras and arrangements. God, that's a lot of orchestra, isn't it? They've got to like lot. swap seats. <laughs> like getting, I imagine that makes a real racket getting up there. Tripping over a drum. <laughs> well, but the point of it was to illustrate the meaning of the festival as a composer's competition, not a singer's competition. Uh, okay, yeah. Which so is definitely is not the case the anymore. Um, no, no. Well, it might be still with San Remo, but not for Eurovision. Eurovision. The festival is used as the way of choosing the Italian entry to the Eurovision Song Contest and mm-hmm. has launched the careers of some of Italy's most successful singers, including Andrea Pacelli and in mm. Il Volo. Oh, they they are big names, aren't they? Big, big names, mate. Yeah. Wow. Big names. But more importantly, however, the festival was in fact the inspiration for the Eurovision Song Contest itself, wow. which started three years later in 1956. And it is itself so popular among Italians that it's often referred to simply as Il Festival or oh, The I love festival. that. It's Monolithic, the just like... Festival. Yeah, the festival. There's many the others, only one. but this is no, the this is the festival. Love it. In 1964, the rules of the contest changed slightly. Uh, the 14th Sanremo Music Festival began a new tradition of requiring each song to be performed once by an Italian artist and once by an international singer who was allowed to perform the song in any language. Wow. So they're like trying to compete with Eurovision effectively at that point. All very odd. I don't really understand yeah. it. Um, so this was a chance for many international artists to debut with hits in the Italian market. So mm. uh, less of a way to... Um, Encourage homegrown talent. No. No. No, it, like it was still encouraging homegrown talent for sure. There was loads of other rules that I'm not even going to go into to do with that. They used to split people off into like um, into very famous artists in one competition uh-huh. to new artists in another competition to um, very, very junior, like absolutely have never sung in public, I think. Kind of oh, God. In another. <laughs> but, so it was all very mixed up. But then they had this other area where they would get, yeah, this other rule for quite a while where they would get international artists to come in to try and make them big in yeah. Europe. Uh, which yeah. included guests doing that included Louis Armstrong, Stevie Wonder, Marianne what? Faithful, Shirley Bassey, and Mungo Jerry. Oh my God! So That's fun. Mungo Jerry from In the Summer Wow. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. So a way of showcasing uh, global uh, talent then in their own country. Hmm. I like that. Going back to your your branching people off into like, you know, super famous, not famous. I do like the idea of having one that is people have literally never sung in public before. <laughs> and you put, you put them on the Eurovision stage as a sort of sacrifice to pop. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Sa- <laughs> yeah. Sacrifice the Eurovision gods. 
<laughs> maybe that should be uh, a Euro- the Eurovision halftime show. Oh, can Just we do and that? now we have our our sacrifice. And this is pop. this is Julie and Margaret, who we literally <laughs> plucked off the street 15 minutes ago. Um, we've handed them the song, the lyrics. Yeah, they yeah. have never heard it before. <laughs> Good luck to them um, because we've stuck by the Eurovision rules, and this is not a well-known song. Yeah, and um, they and they go do, for it, they, Julie and Margaret. And they do the full like fireworks, the full like flames and the <laughs> graphics and everything, just all around Margaret and Julie slightly flinching every time they go off. I like that. That sounds great. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm into it. Let's do it. Let's put that forward for you to decide next year. <laughs> yes. Well, they pretty much fucking did with uh, whatever those three <laughs> women recorded, didn't they? So not yeah, we've off. never actually performed in public together as a band. <laughs> oh, great. Sorry, cool. what? So, what? <laughs> well, maybe come back next year after a bit Jesus. of practice. Or, no, okay, cool. No, 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 you're ready now, obviously. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, All right. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Between 1967 and 1971, entries were not forced to be interpreted by foreign artists, but double performances were kept until 1972, when from that point onwards, entries were only sung by one artist. Okay, okay. So, so they've one had a bit of a change around over the over one the time. Song. Well, I mean, yes, yeah, long enough. You got to be able to. You got to judge up, haven't you? Got to judge yeah. up, as with Eurovision, as with everything. As with Eurovision. Uh, so the contest itself, as I mentioned, has had so many rule changes over the years, which it genuinely could be a whole podcast episode in itself. Yeah. And I almost wrote this um, just about the rule changes to see <laughs> how long it would take you before you went. Whoa, whoa, whoa I'm sorry. Let's go back. Uh, yeah. what, what's, where are we at again? You know when you did the Bucks Fizz episode. Yeah, and yeah. I lost, I lost all understanding of what was going on about halfway through. I was yes. gonna do something similar to you, yeah. <laughs> um, but thought right, either this will be hilarious or this is gonna be the dullest episode of all time. We'll lose everyone. So I've scrapped that. Okay. Um, and actually, uh, there's some other stories that I think we'll go into at some point. I think there's probably a chance to do San Remo Part Two, Part Three Ooh. in the future. Ooh, but I love for those now, episodes. I've decided to go with the areas of Eurovision we love the most, Roland. What's that? Is that the controversies and the fuck ups? It's the scandals. <laughs> Yay! We love a scandal. <laughs> um, so obviously, I'm I'm a big I'm a big fan of the Italians. Yeah, obviously. But, um, they're rather dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Has Danny left the room at this point? No, he's here and he's taking out his headphones now, annoyingly. So he is oh, actively no. listening to everything I'm saying. He did have double headphones on for a little while to oh, block dear. me out, but that's oh. not happening now. Um, so there are a few big scandals I'm leaving out of this. So if you are okay. uh, if you are Italian, if you know the history of the San Remo Music Festival and you think, oh, she's left out something huge, absolutely email me to let me know. But probably yeah. I do know it. I'm just going to save it. Yeah, because yeah, there's yeah, two stories good. specifically when I was researching this that are standalone episodes. Ooh, oh, that's so good. I, it's, it's nice to know that we've got some in the bank. Oh, for, the for sure, for sure, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've got a good selection for you, Roland. Quoting an article from the website La Mia Ligura, San Remo is not just a song festival. It is a pop and culture phenomenon. Music, scandals and gossip have always alternated in the history of the festival. These are not just songs. The artist's private life often ends up on stage. Wow. Mm. And these scandals go all the way back as far as 1958 (laughs) when songwriter Domenico Modugno punched singer Johnny Dorelli to convince him to take the stage. (laughs) 
Uh, he was right I'll, to do so because okay. I think you do you recognize the name Johnny Dorelli, Roland? Um, you should know his name because uh, Dorelli and Modugno won that year's contest with the uh, um, now international hit Folare. <laughs> oh, yeah, we spoke about him. Sorry, we spoke yeah, about we did that him, whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> Almost didn't go because, up and sing it. Had to I think get it's punched. because. Uh, <laughs> That's such a weird, that's such an Italian, well, is that all right to say? Such an, such Italian, an Italian way of dealing with something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's because I probably pronounced him like Johnny Medano or something like that because I'm terribly English and not very good at speaking other languages. But yeah, I do remember him. Mm. He's, he's a good guy. G- good guy. <laughs> good guy, Real yeah. Good guy. So, so he, on the... San Remo night itself. He was just hanging out at the side of the stage. Do we know why he wouldn't go on stage? No, I haven't been able to find out that much. Johnny was singing it. He didn't want to go on stage. Domenico <laughs> had written it. He wanted him to go on stage, so he punched him. <laughs> it's it's one way of convincing someone to do it, and I imagine he just went, it "Oh, all right then. Oh, all right, I'll go on." <laughs> uh, moving on. In 1966, presenter and actress Carla Puccini pretended to faint on stage to gain popularity and media coverage. <laughs> That's not, I mean, that's an interesting way of doing it because she must have had to go through quite a lot of the song before she No, fainted. no, no, not a singer. This was one of oh. the presenters. <laughs> oh, God. So two actresses were presenting alongside a, a, a male oh. TV presenter who was um, hosting it properly that year. Um, yeah, and they always, have, they always basically have these two, they have one or two very beautiful women. It's Italy, sure. obviously. Sure, sure. Um, and one of them, to gain a bit Decided. of media coverage... <laughs> fainted on stage but the guy one of the the, pe- the person that was um running the contest that year was not very happy about it and moved the camera <laughs> to stop it but obviously it was front page of every paper in italy she gained huge notoriety that is the best way to deal with uh let's say an actor when they're when they're craving attention is just look turn away the camera away just turn look the camera away, away. They'll 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 tie themselves out eventually. They'll stop it at some point. <laughs> awful, awful group of humans, aren't they? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> some of them are fine, I'm sure, but you know, no, a lot of them. <laughs> no. no, I've got actor friends. They're my friends and I. They're but, awful you know. as well. <laughs> <laughs> we saw. We won't name them. We saw two um, world famous oh, we actors did, didn't we? out on your oh, birthday yeah. night out. We um, did. Snogging we everyone. <laughs> they, were, they were. One of them won a. One of them won a Golden Globe recently. Like yeah, that's golden. how big they are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he was snogging he was, everyone. And he was very out of it. They were both very out of it. Oh, but having yeah, a lovely spent, time though, weren't spent they? Spent a ho- spent a whole evening dancing next to them. We did, didn't we? Lovely, real lovely yeah. time. But my God, he if was. They didn't have like dirty throats. At the end oh, of that God. night. Do you know what I mean? Dirty Sore throats. Throat. Snogging that many people. Dirty throats, Isabel. That's horrible. Dirty <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they probably probably did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll leave that. Lovely. Uh, <laughs> Mystery. In 1978, Rino Gattano uh, caused outrage with his performance of Jana, as it was the first time the word sex was used on <gasps> stage at San Remo. Oh, my God. Shocker. Speak, speaking of dirty throats, he needs to clean his <laughs> mouth out. <laughs> wow. How exciting. How, how assume, times have changed. I know. <laughs> Sweden's oh, like sex. effing and blinding now all over the place. Oh, they're, they're dirty. They're dirty they, uh, boys and girls in Sweden, <laughs> aren't they? Yeah. So in all the words. 
Uh, San Remo. Filthy mouths. Very, very <laughs> sweet of San Remo to be shocked. Oh, at I'm the very word. surprised at the word sex. S E X. Very sweet. Very exciting. <laughs> in 1987, whilst performing as a guest artist, band Eighth Wonders lead singer Patsy Kensett oh, had a what? fashion faux pas when a strap on her dress broke and a boob popped out live on TV. <laughs> Wait, Patsy Kensett? Patsy Kensett. Isn't she from EastEnders? Yeah. No, that's the other one. But who's from... Who's Patsy, Patsy Kensett? Patsy used to be married to one of the Gallaghers. Oh... And she was on San Remo. She was in a pop band called and her boob fell Wonders, out. And her boob fell out, yeah. <laughs> wow, do you think that was uh, like like the woman fainting? Do you think she thought, a little bit of press coverage, I'll pop out a boob? I to be honest, Roland, as a woman, sometimes your boob just pops out. <laughs> I wouldn't know these things, see? It's honestly uh, a struggle. <laughs> it geez, really yeah. genuinely happens more often than you would uh, um, hope it to. <laughs> just, you're you living your normal yeah. life, you're doing yeah. your job, oh, yeah. my boob's out. Like Judy Finnegan. It happened to Judy Finnegan, it happened to, it happened to Patsy, it happened <laughs> Patsy to Janet Jackson. There. It happens to the best of us, okay? Uh, in 1995, at San Remo, one of Italy's most famous TV presenters, Pippo Baudo, was hosting the 45th edition of the festival. Love it. Which turned out to be the most viewed in history. Wow. Mm. For what reason? You'll Just have to find out. Okay. <laughs> Partway through the live televised event, a man with a diamond-shaped ski sweater appeared on the balcony right in front of the stage, threatening to jump. What? Yeah. Live on TV? Live on TV, it's all going to plan, and then the cameras go and cut to this guy who no. is, yeah, he's literally hanging off the balcony. No! Saying that he's going to, he's going to jump off. Oh my God. So his name was um, Pino Pagano. He was a 40-year-old man who said he was unemployed. And um, people in the hall at first thought it was a joke, uh, didn't really understand what was going on, thought it was a, you know, part of part of the show in, in some aspect. Yeah, but it's some became, weird way. Yeah, some some really odd aspect really of... misplaced joke. Yeah, really odd joke that's going on. It's Italy, who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who knows what they're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it soon became clear this was a man threatening to end his life. Oh, my God. At this point, the whole area descends into mayhem. Why? So uh, you yeah. can you you can watch a video of it. There's video on YouTube that you can see. What? Um, so there's police, security, audience members, staff trying to work out what to do, crowding the balcony, pushing and shoving each other. It's all it's an absolute disaster Wait, to watch. Are they, are they still broadcasting? Still broadcasting. Why didn't they cut away? Just put <laughs> some adverts on or something. Just show Italy. a cartoon. <laughs> Just like it's drama. They love it. It's <laughs> yeah. It's, it's 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 very odd to watch. Yeah, it is absolute wow. mayhem going on this balcony. It is mayhem. Uh, so Baldo, Pippo Baldo, who was the host, uh, initially tried to establish a dialogue with the man from the stage <laughs> before oh actually climbing onto the balcony itself. <laughs> Uh, wow! Speaking into his ear, you can hear it on the microphone. He's saying, "You know, don't." In, in Italian, he's saying, "Like, don't, yeah. you know, don't do this. You'll, you'll be fine. It'll be okay." And the guy's saying, "Am I going to get arrested?" He's like, "No, no, it's fine. I'm going to look after you." Um, wow. And so Baudo climbs over the balcony, speaks to him for for maybe five seconds, ten seconds, and then pulls him to safety. <gasps> the arena 
erupts into tears, applause, oh, people are hugging, they're screaming, they're sh- like, <laughs> he saved this man's life, he saved this man's yeah. life, it's insane. Yeah. In the following days, however, <clears throat> it was rumoured no. that this was in fact a publicity stunt. No. Orchestrated by Baudo and the festival's broadcaster, Radio Televisione Italia, uh, Italiana, no. or, or um, Rai, uh, as it's known. Yeah. Both groups denied everything, but a number of years later, <gasps> the, the so-called suicidal man, Pino Bagano, uh, admitted that Rai staged the event no. without Baudo's knowledge. So he said that Baudo didn't know about this. Uh, and in a letter, he said, Pippo, forgive me. I was badly advised. I very much regret the stupid thing I did only to earn money and extra advertising for the, for the TV company, wow. for the broadcasters. Now I see what we did in another light and I feel other emotions about it. Oh my God, what a conspiracy theory. A true one. Yes, One of those right? true conspiracies. That's amazing. I, yeah, I haven't really understood from the little that I've been able to Google Translate about it, whether or not um, Baudo definitely yeah. didn't know or whether yeah. this guy Pino was is just trying to cover for him yeah, slightly. Yeah. But for yeah. sure, it wasn't real. That's, and when you and watch it, what... like when you watch it, when I first watched it, you do think... This is a bit weird. Like, yeah. why is it such? This is so weird. What's happening? Like the, why is no one cam- cutting away? Why is no yeah, one helping him? Why are they waiting for the perfectly. for the TV presenter to shove through a hundred people yeah. to get yeah. there? Um, and why? Like- as it is, it so easy for the TV presenter to stop him from killing himself. At which point, the guy yeah. turns around and waves at the cameras and waves at everyone. <laughs> <laughs> he's, turned his, he's turned his mood around, hasn't he? Very like, odd. Oh yeah. Hey everyone. Hi. Hey. Yes, I'm fine. <laughs> it is very odd if he's to watch. Mic'd up, just like he's got his own microphone that he pulls out his pocket. And starts singing. <laughs> great intro to a song, isn't it? <laughs> that would be great. Uh, wow, that's yeah. brilliant. I love that. Great. Yeah. Uh, and uh, ne- next, next, we're going to head to um, 2001. Okay. Uh, and as mentioned, the festival had hosted uh, a number of international music musical guests, which during the 2001 contest included, now get these names. Yeah. Ronan Keating. Oh. Eminem. Oh. Anastasia. Oh my Ricky God. Martin. Wow. And Russell Crowe's band, 30 Odd Foot of Grunt. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, the others were great. I don't know. It's so much about Russell Crowe after seeing his Les Miserables singing performance, but... Um, it was 2001. Yeah, that's true. Who knew that Eminem and, Eminem and Ronan Keating had shared a stage before? Oh, yeah, mate. Uh, in 2001, alongside that um, that iconic list of artists, yeah, uh, the contest also, somewhat mistakenly in my opinion invited the mind-numbingly dull alternative <laughs> rock group placebo <laughs> oh you i know i know from previous conversations that you are not a fan of placebo not a placebo <laughs> fan <laughs> i seen you know, once in- at leeds fest all their songs <laughs> make me want to just bash myself in the head until i no longer read life <laughs> i in my misspent youth when i used to paint my fingernails black uh i had a few placebo songs burnt onto cds and listened to them from time to time but Awful. i can't i can't say i was a, a placebo fan 
Uh, friend needs a friend, ding ding. <laughs> friend with me Awful, awful. Wow. I never understood at the time why they were popular. I don't still, understand now why don't. they were popular. No. Really genuine, actual, visceral hatred <laughs> for them as a, as a group. All right. Well, yeah. but they were in San Ray. Is this the same year as Ronan Keating or another? Same year, year as Ronan Keating and wow. Anastasia. God. Yeah. So. 2001 San Remo Music Festival Placebo okay. <laughs> set in the stage. Okay. According to reports, uh, prior to the, to the performance, prior to attending San Remo, the lead singer of the band, Brian Molko, had consulted with. Now, how late nineties, early noughties can a sentence get right now? Okay. <laughs> Placebo lead singer Brian Molko had consulted with Skunk Anansi lead singer Skin. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about Skunk and Nancy. Love Skunk and Nancy. Yeah, yeah. Big I'm Skunk into that. Nancy fan. Yeah. Skin. Consulted sexy. with. What does consulted with mean? What does that consulted look like? With. Sat down, had yeah. a chat. Had a chat over right. a fag and a beer. So Molko from Placebo had consulted with Skunk and Nancy Skin, <laughs> who had explained to him the type of audience uh, at, at San Remo and, and what the... Uh, what the event initially represents. How does Skunk and Nancy know about it? Clearly she'd done it before. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's very Brian, unusual. however, clearly didn't take Skin's advice on board. Oh, Brian. Mm. Brian, listen next time. Do you want to see what happened, Roland? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. I really want to see what happened. Uh, for those of you listening in, if you'd like to join along... Google Placebo Special K San Remo and then watch from about four minutes in. You can watch the whole thing. I wouldn't because you'd actually have to listen to a placebo song, wow. which is awful. But if you want to just watch the fun bit, yeah, four minutes onwards, um, that's where to go from. So are you ready to click play? Yes. Go for it. Oh God! Oh Jesus! Oh no! I love that, Isabel. Please tell the, our listeners what what just happened there. Okay, so just to explain, placebo front band, um, Brian Mulco, as the song ends smashes his guitar against an amp <laughs> and then reacting to jeers from the audience faces uh, faces them uh, actively encourages the jeering for a good yeah. 30 seconds or so yeah. um, then uh, don't know if you can see it properly on the video because they do cut away gives them the middle finger does a bow and then leaves so uh, as you, you can hear on the maybe or you, you depends if you can hear it probably on the on the audio of the video uh, the audience were livid <laughs> by what was going on there was a lot of whistling you could yes. hear that's not a good thing no so this is this is the italians showing uh, that they very much disapprove of what's happening <laughs> very much disapprove of it yeah uh, they also were also shouting uh cretino cretin okay. cretin uh, yeah, de yeah. deficiente and shamo which means stupid like they're calling him a wow. you know, stupid. Uh, and buffoon <laughs> buffoon i can get that 
you guess that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then at the end, you can hear chants of pezzo di merda, which means piece of shit. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> the whole crowd is so just chanting. Did not pezzo di appreciate it. It was disrespectful to 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 music. I think smashing up mm. an instrument like that disrespectful. Mm. So wow. Uh, some time after the event, it's kind of linking into what you just said, Roland, about the yeah. audience, uh, like the difference between you see placebo playing and then cut to the, the audience yes. that were there. Molko actually said when asked why he did what he did, he said, it seemed like the best reaction at that time. We were angry because nobody told us what the festival was like. Well, um, that's not true. They consulted Skunk with Skunk skin might yeah. have done. That's yeah. what I've read anyway. <laughs> Marco says, we felt like we were in the middle of a charade. No one cared about us at all. When our time came, all these fat old men in suits were in the stalls with their women in evening dresses. Something clicked in my head and a primordial reaction started. Fuck all this shit, I said to myself. I shouldn't even be here. The only thing that sticks in my memory was the people who shouted at me from the hall, piece of shit. Yeah, well, so they should have done. It's not... Like, if you agree to perform a thing, it's kind of your responsibility to to learn what the thing is that you're performing at, isn't it? Yeah, and if you're going to be annoyed, be annoyed at your PR people. Be yeah. annoyed at your management who didn't tell you what you're performing God. at. Don't You can't be mad at the at the fat old men in suits and the women no. in evening dresses. Because they've gone fault. to a lovely evening of music. Yeah. Don't be mad at them. Oh, that's such they a, like... Didn't, they didn't lure you in. No. <laughs> It's such a, yeah, like they were all dressed as like grungy teenagers outside and then as soon as they walk in, they change, they like pull off their long wigs, change into suits and they're like, ah, oh, tricked you, tricked you into playing here. Honestly, it just God. makes me hate them even more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh dear, Brian. <laughs> um, so that was placebo. Okay. And then finally, just a little snippet to end off our, our scandals. Yes. Scandalo. So um, to end our scandalo Italia, a scandalo Italiano. Love it. <laughs> um, we're going to end with 2009, uh, in which footballer icon Diego Maradona was invited to attend the contest oh as God. a celebrity guest, but received a rather frosty reception from the Guardia di Finanza. So this is the Italian financial police. Apparently, we don't really have an equivalent okay. here. Well, I um, know why. Who... Once he stepped foot in the country, raided a weight loss clinic in northern Italy in which he had checked into, seized three diamond earrings he was wearing, were £3,600 as part of their efforts to recover £28 million in unpaid taxes. Oh my God. (laughs) So was that a trap, do you think, inviting him to San Remo? I hadn't even thought of that, Danny. Italian correspondent. Roland's just asked, (laughs) do you think that was maybe a trap set by the Italians to invite him to San Remo? To get then get that money out of him. For San Remo. Yeah, every day. Oh, he was. Danny says he was getting paid for the San Remo thing. Okay, so that was legitimate. But do you think that the San? But do you think that that was still a sly? That could have been a sly way to of going. Oh, we'll pay you to come to San Remo, and he goes, "Great, I need money because they keep nicking my earrings." <laughs> and then he went, and then they were like, "Gotcha." No. No. Okay. No. No. That's no. my conspiracy theory out the window. Uh, Done. <laughs> but we've had an actual honest, Italian say no. Three thousand pound earrings is isn't adding up to much of the three million or whatever it was in tax. Twenty eight million, mate. Twenty. Sorry, twenty eight million. That's a very <laughs> small percentage. I feel that's yeah, a bit really petty, not. really. Just going to chip away. Just keep nicking his jewelry <laughs> keep, every time you see keep him. Keep inviting him to San Remo every year, and then get uh, bring him get him an earring. 
Yeah. Well, Danny's just said he'll have paid. He'll have, he'll have been paid more than three thousand six hundred pounds yeah. to go to San Remo. It's a net loss. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's a net loss. Someone's not worked that out there. Oh well. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, that's that's part one. That's San Remo part one. Oh I'm my god. There. I'm ending that's there. Amazing. So many controversies. Just a few scandalo italiano. Yeah. You could have gone. Sanremo. You could have done a few full episodes just from that. So I'm very excited to hear the full length ones coming. Oh in the yeah, future. there's two, if not three, that are going to. In fact, I might even just do them in a row. I might yeah. for my next one just carry on with San Remo for a while. But I love that. Thank you for your your uh, compilation of it, uh, Scandalo Italiano. Scandalo Italiano for yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, loved it. Um, so normally, Roland, we would now yes. Yes. head on to your song. <laughs> Yeah, we would. But, we would. But we've got one more email, mate. Oh! Saved it. <laughs> saved it, didn't I? You'd saved a little secret email. Secret email for the end of the episode. Wow. So this email says, Hi, Roland and Isabel. Hi. I've been back listening to the podcast over the duration of the past week. Okay. Thus far, I'm just at the start of episode 17 with special guest, Exanthony. Ah, that was nice, Love wasn't it? Or round your kitchen table. Um, I felt compelled to email due to Isabel's constant plea at the time for correspondence. Still Although playing. I fear many of my references are two Eurovision seasons old. Although Fine. I have listened to the most recent two episodes of the podcast. Okay, so you, you've done Fine. a sandwich. You've done a podcast sandwich. Sensible, a sensible Empty bit in the middle, yeah. Um, our emailer says, I have several questions which I will inevitably find out the answers to. But sure. I'll ask them anyway. Okay. Okay. Questions we're, we're, are. Okay. I'm just going to go through them. Yeah. Did anyone ever send a song? How many 12s has Roland got? Do the songs get any better? Can the songs get any worse? Will there continue to be a disproportionate number of songs about Iceland? Did Isabel ever do a song about Jedward? Wow. A song or a story? So, story. To answer those questions in okay. order. Okay. <laughs> Wait, are you answering them? Because I feel like I need to I'm take answering this. them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I've, all right. I have, I've, I'm going to take issue with a couple of these questions here, but go ahead. Okay. So to answer them in, in order. Okay. Yes, someone did send a song. We've only had one. This is going to be number two. Um, I don't know if Roland has had any 12s. Have you had one 12? No. Um, yes, the songs can get better <laughs> and do get better. Yes. But yes, the songs can also get worse. <laughs> I'm not get sure worse. if where you're at right now, you have heard Festival Fun Fun yet. I think he might have done. I think it was like around mm. 10. Mm. So, mm. yeah. I mean, there's some that linger around that level of shitness. Well, there's even worse than that. As we spoke about last week, there yeah, are there some that I that. wish uh, were delete- deleted from the history of the internet. But as we know, you can't delete things from the internet these days. They hang Nuh-uh. around. Anyway. Um, no, there is not a disproportionate number of stories about Iceland. But as you now know, if you listen to this week's episode, we are now very popular in Iceland. So actually, yep. this may become an Icelandic Eurovision podcast instead. <laughs> you got to keep the fans happy. We haven't discussed that yet, but it yes, might happen. It might happen. There's plenty of stories um, there. And no, we have not yet done a story about Jedward. No, we haven't. Um, um, but back to the email. Yes. Our emailer says... I've attached a song oh. in case the answer to the first question was no. <laughs> Did anyone ever send a song? Well, 
even if it is yes it's fine we, we, we want we, more songs yeah, we, we always want more want songs, songs. Yeah. send us your stuff wow Great. inspired in part by the minimalist pop of slovenia this year and the it's about to get heavy the domestic abuse subject matter of serbia oh. 2016 okay um as i recently rewatched that year's contest yours sincerely Ashwin oh. from Oxford in the continent of Europe. So we have a song, Isabel. We've got a song. We have. Oh a my song. god! Week off for me. Easy. I'll sit back. I'll save my song for next time. Yeah, you got to save that, mate. Excellent. So we're now going to have a listen to uh, Ashwin. You haven't given us. Have you given us a name for this? Oh, it's called High Five. High Five from Ashwin. High Five from Ashwin from Oxford in the continent of Europe. Is this what it's meant to be? You me Is this what it's like to be happy Cause I don't feel happy You show me gratitude, not love You show up to show me up to show me up to all of my friends Make me look like the bitch again I can't figure you out Even though you bring me down Keep me hanging around. You give me high fives. You leave me hanging. Then you give me high fives. You leave me hanging. Then you give me high fives. I can't figure you out Even though you bring me down You keep me hanging around You give me high fives You leave me hanging then You give me high fives You leave me hanging then You give me high fives You leave me stranded and just give me high fives you leave me damaged and you just get high fives And I can do with the sound of a high, high five And I need something more than high fives And I've been searching for handouts High fives And I thought love was a series of momentary high fives I can't figure you out Even though you bring me down You keep me hanging around You give me high fives You keep me hanging then You give me high fives You leave me hanging then You give me high fives High fives High fives. High five. So that was Ashwin from Oxford with Ashwin's song High Five. Wow, Ash. So let's start. Let's start with. We love anyone who sends us a song. Like we are anyone. Anyone. (laughs) And didn't I say Ashwin? If you've been listening, properly. Yeah. I've said well I did initially say you that the first, the first person, person to send us a song yeah. would get yeah, these yeah. points yeah um so I, I think I'm going to continue that 
<laughs> we we we'll, we'll, we'll go through the, we'll go through the critique first before I get yes. to the Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think I mean, geez, it's a tricky thing to write a song about, isn't it? We're talking minimalist pop domestic abuse theme which is a (laughs) a tough uh, tough mix it's a yeah it's a tough mix to do we know that my pop songs generally revolve around probably three things sexy stuff (laughs) um dancing or like robots or maybe (laughs) four robots and peace around the world so to to broach a subject that has a little bit more gravity than those three four subjects is um uh, is something to be uh, uh, celebrated for sure. I, I, I know the lyrics already. High five. I've only listened to it like three times. Yeah. Give me high five. It's catchy. That's stuck. It's catchy. Catchy yeah. AF Ashwin. Yeah, yeah. We we, appre- we appreciate that. Thank you for sending it in. Uh, and it means I get an extra week, two weeks to, to work on my song for next time as well. So Ashwin, everyone's a winner. Deuce points. Yay! The Chief never will. <laughs> no, I, know. I know, I know. Thank you, Ashwin, for sending it in. And like we oh do, God, love it. we absolutely will still. Uh, and so early on, like Ashwin, what did Ashwin say? Ashwin's on episode seventeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventeen. Binged it in two and without weeks. Without knowing what happens in the future of the Eurovision podcast, the Euro- no. Eurovision podcast, the Euro- Eurovision podcast, aspirational hours. Hour. <laughs> it's like with the festival, il festival, yeah. il Eurovision podcast. But without knowing what happened between episode 17 and now, yeah. bloody Ashwin went, yeah. you know what, I'm going to make a song and I'm going to send it to them. They might, yes. in 20 episodes time, have gone, guys, stop sending us all your shit songs. <laughs> I fucking hate this. We don't want to listen to anything. We don't want to hear any songs. We might yeah. have become really mean yeah. and horrible. No, no, good on you, Ashwin. Thank Love you, the Ashwin. confidence. Yeah. Love um, the support. Thank you. Ah, All right. That's it. Uh, that's it. That was what we done. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, the end of the episode, mate. Yeah, we're going to be back in two weeks again. We're, we'll just do two weeks from now. Uh, yep. So we'll be on that schedule. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. As mentioned, you can contact us. You can email us. You can send us a song or just a lovely email or a video to uh, something weird and wonderful <laughs> that you want us to watch and talk about as uh, other people have done this episode. Yeah. So emailing us is uh, Podcast at gmail.com or you can tweet us at at EuphoriaCast or, or our personal tweets, tweeters, tweets, pages. <laughs> Sorry, I'm burping at the same time. I'm panicking. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, or our personal Twitter accounts at Isabel Chilman or at Roland Bonham. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to rate. Uh, what's what do they say on proper podcasts? Rate, review, rate, and subscribe. Rate, review, and subscribe on yes. iTunes or whatever platform you are listening via. <laughs> it would be very good and helpful to us. Yeah, we love you so charts. much. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Iceland, for being such a lovely <laughs> listener of ours. Uh, and we'll see you on in two weeks. Love you. Bye. bye. bye.